Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Warrior Within. I just want to let you guys know if you really would like to support my my podcast, there is an option on there to actually do monthly support. And it has different prices from, I think it's like one, four, and 10, something like that. And if you guys are liking what I'm saying and you feel that God's calling you to support me, please do. Because it'd be really helpful. I mean, my goal is I would like this to be one of the ways that I make money to live off of instead of having to work because one of my main goals is I want to start my own church and I want to find a way where I could focus on building that church without having to work somewhere else for the time. So I really would appreciate it. So anyway, guys, today we're going to actually talk about how should men treat women? In today's culture, we see a lot of teachings from the culture telling us men that we're too masculine that women could do things that women are equal and blah 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 and there's this whole list about how men need to be in return a lot of men instead of having a backbone they they follow this mindset and they become very passive which i think is the number one reason why men are not leaders it's because they become very passive uh two they kind of lose who they are. They're very confused of what it means to be a man because the culture says men that are aggressive are masculine. And that's, that's not a comparison. Um, just because you're masculine doesn't mean you're aggressive. That's, that's bad choice of c- connecting words. Um, other things are that if you become a man over your wife, then you're going to treat her like a, like a rug or a carpet that you could just do whatever you want. And the, all this philosophical thinking that people, these ideals that people are putting up aren't what that means to be masculine. It states very clearly in scripture that God created man first, and then he created a woman. Okay. It does not mean the woman does not have equal say, or there is no mutual balance between a man and a woman. But what it does state, as you go into the New Testament especially, that Christ is the head. Man follows Christ. Man is the head of the home. Wife submits and follows the man. In return, the man also, in some ways, submits to his wife. And it's a It's a unity. Okay, unity does not mean one or the other dominates the other, which is basically what the world tries to say. Being in a Christian relationship, that's what it means to be a man. You know, they 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 call Christian men sexist that that women are beneath them and that they should not be uh, equal. That they should, that's that's not what Paul was talking about. Paul understood the culture, and I think that's one of the things. That when people read the scriptures, they forget that history has an important factor when you're studying it. So if there's something that you absolutely suddenly disagree with because it just sounds like whatever the listing is today for our culture, so whether it's sexist or racist or whatever, you need to know where the culture was in the time when that scripture was written. It doesn't dictate what God was meaning through it. But it explains why the wordings were used sometimes in scripture. Because remember, it was still written by a guy led by the Spirit. 
so the idea is that men, we are supposed to be the leaders of our home. We are supposed to be the head of the home. If we are married, our wife should have an equal say in the authority of the home. She should be respected. She should be loved. She should be praised. She should be cherished. There should be a way for her to speak when she needs to, when she wants to speak. There should not be, I am the man, I say it goes, I am the boss, she doesn't have a say. That is definitely not what the type of men we're supposed to be. What she wants for us to do, though, is take lead. So if there's a time where it's like, you know, we need a new vehicle and you're like, I want a truck. But she says that's not useful for what we need for right now. But you decide to get the truck anyway. You're not listening to her. That's the idea. So she has to have her voice in the relationship. For you guys who are single and you're dating, you're still should be practicing this type of leadership of leading the relationship. You're not her husband, so she does not submit under you, but she should respect you as the leader in the couple, okay? But at the same time, you should be practicing respecting her voice. Another thing about today with men is that we're starting to see this feministic mindset really pushing and degrading men for being masculine. The word masculine is not evil and it does not mean that he's going to treat women less than he than he is. Masculine means that you're basically a man. So what we're seeing today is a culture that is trying to tell men to stop being tough, rough, and aggressive because that's what they think masculine is. The truth is, as we've talked about, we are all given this desire of warriorship. In today's culture, using your finger in the shape of a gun, playing around with it like a bunch of kids as a kid is a sign that you are being a threat. Now, I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, I was out in the forest, either with my toy gun being an American soldier fighting against the Nazi Germans, or I was a knight trying to fight the evil orcs or warlords or whatever that were trying to attack my kingdom. Okay. It is engraved in us to be fighters, warriors, defenders, guardians, patrons of of truth to, to, to want to be out there fighting for the good out there it is engraved in us to do that men who don't live this mindset often have had a a growing up with either no man in their life um their examples of manhood are people who I would say more like thugs and gangsters and drug addicts and drunkards. And so they think that that's what a man is supposed to be. Because remember, we talked about our past does influence our future. 
So the type of people we're brought up with does influence the type of man we're going to become. And just because you're brought up in a Christian family does not necessarily mean you're going to be brought up to be a godly Christian man. I've seen plenty of men who call themselves Christian who are horrible parents and mistreat their kids and don't respect their wives. But when the public, they act like these men that wear these suits and ties and hold their Bible and are respected. Because the problem is, I, I think the main problem of what I'm seeing is that there is this pride. Men want to be respected. And so they think to be respected is to be rough and tough and and almost forced to be respected. So they have their kids fear them. They, they, they basically treat their wives as someone they command over. And that's not the design behind Christian thinking. We're not supposed to be lords or kings of our homes. We're supposed to be leaders. We're supposed to be leading our family in the direction the Lord wants us to go. Leading our family in prayer. Leading our family in how to take the scriptures to live by. So treating a woman with disrespect is not being a leader. And that comes for if you're married or not. The women that you're around, the women that you work with, the women that are at school, the teachers, even if you are 14 years old, you should treat the girls around you with respect. Even if they disrespect you, it is not your responsibility to put them in their place. That's their parents' problem. But you should still respect them. Because the one thing that I have seen that is dictated as a man thing is if I'm disrespected about my woman, I need to put her in my place. We see this in TV shows and movies. It's it's a constant view of what masculine men are supposed to be like. And that is not what we're supposed to do. They are not our doormats, guys. So the idea is we need to learn to respect them. We also need to learn to listen. I think one of the problems with men is we want to fix things. Let's stop doing that. If she needs us to specifically fix something, she'll let us know. And I know my instincts myself are to try to fix my wife's problems. And I have to stop and I have to practice listening to her. And sometimes I always jump the gun because I think I sometimes know better and I have to make sure to catch myself. It's the hard thing because men, that's just how we are. That's how we're designed um, because of our sin nature that we want to take lead, but we also want to fix everything and do everything. And that's not how we're supposed to be. It's a hard practice to beat. Um, It's a lot of work and it could take the rest of your life being married to somebody. But the other part is, even if you're not married, practice this stuff, guys. You can practice what you're supposed to be like as a husband with women in your life. You could treat your your mom right. You could treat your sister right. You could treat girls that are in your life right. If you start dating, you treat her with the same respect that you want to see in the marriage. Because, guys, just because you're dating and you see things you don't like about this woman 
or you treat her in a way that's not right, it's not going to go away once you get married. In fact, it's more emphasized because now there's a bond between you and her that is legal and it's not like she could just leave unless you go through a divorce series. And God doesn't like the idea of divorce. So practice building relationships with girls so that you can practice how to be a better man towards somebody. And I'm talking even if you are 13 years old, you can still practice respect. You could practice chivalry, being able to open doors for girls. doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter if you don't like them. It doesn't matter if they have a crush on you and you don't have the same feelings. Show the respect. Honor her in some ways. Uh, honor your mom. I mean, if you, the best way to practice is treating your mom in a respectful way. Honor her. Let's see. Like Another thing, too. One of the things that's been a practice in my relationship with my wife that I learned a few years back, I never really prayed over my wife. And a personal thing for you guys is before I met my wife, I started practicing writing love letters to my future wife that I did not know. And I prayed over my wife. This is before I even met my wife. I was doing this on a regular basis. I put all those letters in a chest that I was planning to give to her. And I waited a year. It was my first year anniversary to gift to her. And it has all the letters that I had written for a few years. <clears throat> Excuse me for the coughing. But we have uh, a fire that's in the mountains. And the wind's blowing all down into our area. But anyway, so... The practice of praying, I think, is a huge thing that we could do for our women. You don't have to just do it for your wife. You could pray if there's if there's you know your best friend is a girl, pray over her. Don't be afraid to do so. Practice it now because I could tell you this: it's amazing what you could do when you're married, when you have had stuff that you've done already and it's in place. Pray over your teacher. You don't have to literally go over her and pray for her, but pray for her. Pray over your Sunday school teacher. Pray over your mom. I mean, there is so many things that you can do as a single person of practice that you could bring into a dating relationship that will also in- translate into your marriage. Like when you're dating and you feel this this woman is it, you know, this is the girl I've been waiting for, you could start praying over her. So one of the things I was starting to do was before I went to bed, I would pray about pray over my wife, basically. Um, in the mornings, I would pray with my wife, and it, it really changed the perspective. It, it showed her value that she didn't realize how much I cared about her, and it, it was a form of loving on her too. So, all you guys that are married. If you haven't been doing this, I challenge you, even if it's just before bed, even if she's already asleep, you could just stop and just pray over her, asking the Lord to just bless her the next day, help her to be honored, help her to discover something new about God. You could do whatever you need to do in that prayer and just pray over your wife. That's why I suggest the, the book I have on my website. If you go to it, there's a book about, I think it's 31 prayers of a husband. 
get that book because it is going to be great practice. It has a link there. You just click on it. It'll send you to Amazon where it's at. And you can, I think there's an audio. I don't think they have an audio, but it'll tell you how much it is. And you can see if you can find it somewhere else, but go, go to the website, check it out. Um, it was a huge helpful book for me. And not only does it teach you like a little devotional, but it even does a example prayer that he challenges you with. And then he even challenges you to write out your own. So the idea is to make this into a practice. I, if I emphasize anything in this episode, pray over your wife, pray over your girlfriend, learn by praying with people around you. If you're single, just, just pray for it. Pick, you know, there's a girl in your life that's impacting you pray over her. Um, and just make it a habit. And then as time goes and you find the right girl, you will bring that into that because you have no idea how powerful our prayers are. Let's see. So the other thing too, because one of the issues that men have today, I think a lot of sin problems is on pornography. We as men, if you want to treat a girl right, get out of pornography figure out a way to get out of this sin because I could tell you from seeing other men who struggle through this they struggle in their relationships the the ones then they start dating or even in, in their marriage and it affects it it can destroy it it can damage how they look at their kids it, it just it could do so much damage that it can cost down the road the situation never thought you would never would have thought it would have happened but it happens pornography destroys the image of our masculine masculinity it destroys the image of women it destroys our mindset of marriage it destroys our mindset of sex it destroys our mindset of the value of women with men some churches have groups have connections if you have this problem i am telling you men you need to get out and even if you think you have a wonderful marriage it is affecting your marriage and it's not going to just affect your marriage it's going to affect your kids if you have sons it's going to affect your boys but pornography is not a blessing from God it is not what God wants us to be doing. He made it very clear we're not supposed to look at women, especially if we are not married to them with lustful desires. So if you can get out of that that sinful lifestyle, do it. Pray about it. Ask someone to help you do it. Because we need to learn how to respect her mind, her body, and her spirit. We cannot sit there and say we love this girl and then turn around and watch all these videos of naked women to please ourselves because that pleasure is a sin that you're desiring after and you will never be able to love her truly because you will always be cheating on her with looking at this pornography women today need to know that they are respected for everything but at the same time they also need to learn how to respect us. So it's a it's a two-way road. Even though the feminists point out the one side, there's a two-way road. I feel the feminists have pushed it to the point where 
we men must respect them, but they don't have to respect us because they're trying to make equality and things. And that's not how it works. But you need to respect them, respect their bodies, respect who they are. I know sometimes it's not easy to do it, especially how sometimes women can dress in a way that it is a little too showy. But if you make a practice to respect that and you get away from pornography or if you've not been in it, stay away from it. Try to try everything possible to focus on God, you know, build that relationship with them and you'll can stay away from that thinking process, that ideal that's going to get stuck in your head. And that telling this enemy knows this. He knows that men love beauty and he will do everything possible to make you get stuck on it. Fight for that. Don't let that control your life. So another thing that we can do for for women is appreciate them. Appreciate what your mom has done for you. And if you come from rough families, guys, learn to appreciate the women in your life that did make a difference in your life. A teacher, Sunday school teacher, grandmother, aunt, a friend, someone in your life. I mean, not every woman that you run into or just like how your mom treated you. There is women out there that did respect you. Appreciate them. If you are married, guys, do stuff for your wife to show appreciation for all that she does for you. Let her know how special she is to you. Remind her how much you love her. Do something special for her. Give her flowers if she loves flowers. Get her chocolates or cakes, whatever. Surprise her with how much you appreciate her. Do something special. Take her on a special trip. Go somewhere special. Do something to show appreciation towards her. Guys, if you're single, like I said, if there's women in your life that have made a difference, it's okay to show appreciation towards them. Let them know that they made a difference in your life. If it's a girlfriend who's a friend, let her know. Don't ever let them think that they're not appreciated. So I want you guys this week to think about all the women in your life, whether you're married and your wife, um, your, your daughter, if you're married, maybe a mom, aunt, a grandmother, a cousin, uh, teachers, women in your life that are still in your life and how they impact you and how they make a difference in your life. Reach out to them. Let them know how much you appreciate them. If you're struggling with your sin, if you have a sin issue of pornography, seek help. Ask for help. Talk to your pastor. Talk to other men. See what they can do to help you with it. Practice respecting other women. Open doors for them. Even if they say, I can open my door. I don't need a mandate. You just do it. And if they don't, if they still don't like it, then you just let it go. But practice that. Teach your boys to do the same thing. Practice talking to a woman appropriately. Don't use language, dirty talking. Respect the women that you're in your life. Don't treat them just because they're not your wife or they're not 
as pretty as you want them to be or whatever. Don't treat them with disrespect like that. Talk to them with respect. Never. One thing I taught the youth guys, you never hit a woman. She's attacking you. Get her off of you, but never get into a fight. Never slap a woman because you're mad. Never hit a woman just because you're mad. That that's that's not manhood. That's a coward. That's weak. Never push a woman around. Never mistreat her that way. That that's that's not how we're supposed to be. You show love and respect towards the women in your life. Men, if you're married, never be alone with another woman, especially if you're attracted to her. Respect your wife. Respect that woman. If she's a married woman, respect the husband that she's married to. Never put yourself in a situation that can compromise your character or your integrity. Even if you are with younger girls or girls your age, if you're a single guy, same thing. Put yourself always in a way where your character is respected. I'm probably going to do another part to this and maybe later on this week. And we'll probably talk more about the relationships and dating perspective. But I want this, I want you guys to think about this week so far on these areas. I hope this is encouraging. I hope this will open people's eyes a little bit about how they treat people around them. But our Christian teachings tell us how to live our life properly. And the best way to understand it is to know the Lord, your God first. If you want a better understanding of all this, that's who you need to chase after. There is no book. There is no lesson. There's no series. There is no pastor or preacher or sermon or study system out there. That's going to help you better understand this as much as you knowing the creator, God himself. Because he can teach you, he can bring everything you will need to be a better man. And if you're not married, guys, start learning how to be a husband today. You can ask God to teach. People will give you advice to understand. They'll give you scriptures, the books and studies. It's okay to chase after how to be a better husband now than wait until you're actually married. It is worth it. So let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day and this opportunity to speak. I pray that you bless every man that hears this this episode, that their hearts and their minds will be transformed to a better understanding of why they need to know you, Lord, first. Because if they want to treat women properly and right as men of God, as warriors, then they need to know you first. So I pray if any guy here is struggling, trying to figure out how to be a better husband, how to be a better man towards women, how to be a better boyfriend, or how to even, even as a young guy trying to figure out how do I build relationships with girls, help them to understand it's all about building a friendship relationship with these girls. Even in your marriage, treat your wife as if she's your friend too. She needs to know that it's not just about the sex. It's not just about... Um, loving on her. It's not just about being married. It's it's about that you re- recognize that this is a relationship and that she needs to know that she is loved and cherished. So I ask, Lord, that you move these men who are married to be more observant of what's going on in their relationship. 
and have them chase after you, but also learn how to love their wife better. For all the single guys out there, help them to chase after the ideal of how to be a man of God and a future husband and challenge the Lord. I thank you, Lord, for all that you do for us and how you have transformed men today. And I ask you continue to use this series to build men into warriors that love you first and chase after you. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You guys have a blessed day.